0: Welcome to the Get Clean Podcast. I'm your host, Khalil Sharad, and today's topic is why bench press. So a lot of people uh, will refuse to or don't want to have their athletes bench, and you have athletes that don't want to bench because either they feel like they're going to get massively big and then they won't be able to play their sport or that they'll get hurt and all these are just completely wrong you know if your program is right especially an athlete unless you're trying to put on size you should put little to no size on except for the maybe the areas in the body that need to gain a little bit of size in order for you to get stronger getting hurt that shouldn't happen also if you have a good coach right so The evidence shows that the bench press directly correlates to hitting and throwing speeds. So basically, the stronger you are in your upper body, if you're a baseball player, so if you're a pitcher, you're going to be to throw with more velocity, faster, with more accuracy. And if you're, you know, that big hitter, you're going to be to put a lot more power through that bat and hit that ball that much farther. So just like, you know when you're doing any exercise, if you're doing it for strength, it's only going to help your skill level increase too. You know, a lot of people don't know that if they don't follow the force velocity curve, they don't know that raising your maximum strength raises all other strengths, your strength endurance, your speed strength, your strength speed, right? All that is raised because my overall strength is higher. So like a football player, if we're doing that 225 bench test, you see the players that do the most reps oftentimes you know in their weight class will also have the highest overall max bench press so if i had max 400 in my bench press and you max 275 who's gonna do 225 with more reps it doesn't take a genius to figure that out but because i've raised my overall max one rep max now my strength endurance is that much higher so i can do 225 pounds that much more right so why would i squat to jump high and run fast, but not bench to throw fast or shoot farther with more accuracy. You know, so you, you even have basketball players. They're like, "Oh, I'm not going to bench," and it's just like, okay. But the stronger athletes, you know, the you know the bigger, the taller, the longer limb and everything. They can shoot from farther distance with ease. Yes, you have skinny, really really small athletes, and then they can shoot from far. But a lot of people don't know. Your size doesn't necessarily have anything to do with how strong you are. So, you can have a really skinny athlete and they could just be really strong, which helps them shoot from farther. You know, why can a little kid not shoot as far as a grown man? Or, you know, as you got older throughout your sport, you can shoot farther, you could throw harder, you could hit harder. You got bigger and stronger, right? So, once a kid reaches basically his natural plateau and he's hitting that you know you can have a speed bearing runner you can have a throwing barrier you know you can have a shooting barrier where it's like i can't really shoot any farther without any more accuracy well that's because you're not strong enough to maintain that certain position that's required to use that skill and you can't throw with a certain velocity because you're just simply not strong enough you know a lot of the best pitchers especially nowadays they're like 6667 they're big boys 250 you know big and strong so if i want to shoot from farther you know if i'm shooting a three pointer yeah i want to shoot from farther out if i'm stronger it becomes easier in in my own game, it's like uh, the the thing that improved my passing. I stopped pa- I didn't have to practice passing. You know what improved my passing? Bench pressing. I got stronger. I was able to throw a regular ball like it was nothing. Because not only am I bench pressing, but I'm also doing heavy med ball throws of all types before I bench. Then I'm maxing out on my bench, and then one day a week I'm doing speed bench. You know, I'm doing nine sets of four with fifty percent bar weight and twenty five percent band tension or chains. And I'm moving sub-maximum weight at very fast velocity. Then when it comes to moving a half-pound basketball across the court, it feels like nothing. I was all of a sudden doing one-handed pass with almost the same accuracy I was doing too. Did I pass more? Nope. Just got stronger. Shooting farther out with more accuracy. I was able to maintain a better position with my form from farther out and do a better accuracy all because I was stronger. And even better You know, most athletes, it's like, you know, if you're a basketball player, you got to shoot hundreds, hundreds, or sometimes like a thousand shots, right? Sometimes in a single workout or a two-day period. If one athlete can bench press 300, that's a basketball player, and the other one can only bench 150 because very, very often that's common. Well, which one do you think is going to last longer doing all them shots? The kid that can bench press longer. It's really quite quite simple, but people want to overcomplicate it. But you know, there's a saying that a lot of strength coaches use, and and I like to use it all the time is there are no bad exercises, just bad coaches. So, if your coach says, "Oh, bench pressing is bad," or doesn't want to bench press you, either he doesn't know how to do the exercise, or he knows he can't do it and he's afraid to get you hurt, so he's like, "Ah, we just stay away from." Him. But you're missing a big key component. You know, just because you don't play football. It is not like you're actually pushing somebody. Doesn't mean you shouldn't bench press because now the need is not to be pushing people away. Even though in basketball you will do that from time to time, it's so I can pass the ball with more accuracy for a longer period of time throughout the game. I can shoot from farther with more accuracy. I can maintain form even when I'm tired, right? I can. It's even going to affect you being able to dribble the ball. If I'm just stronger, I can maintain the ball at a faster speed for a longer period of time than somebody else. You know, you have a lot of athletes that get drafted to all different sports just because they're stronger, faster, can jump higher, run faster. Because you know what it is, when they get to the pro level, even some of their strength coach, but more often than not, you just got to think the skill coach. They don't know how to get them that fast and that strong. But what they they're like, oh, but we can teach them the skill later. And the other, you know, like I said before, is that if I'm stronger, I'm able to attain skill even better because I can maintain position for longer period of time without getting as as tired. You know, Louis Simmons said. Uh, plenty of times you put 10 weak kids and 10 strong kids on the field the 10 weak kids are going to get hurt and that goes for any sport you know those non-contact injuries when you run into somebody's shoulder and you're coming over a screen one kid may dislocate the shoulder and the other kid may just you know pull it a little bit but he's okay the stronger kid doesn't get as hurt you know I had I have had teammates all the time where you know they've broken wrists or Hurt their ankles really really bad and even before i was really into strength training training but because i just trained a little bit i was also naturally strong those same injuries either i didn't get hurt at all or it was something that kept me out for a day just because i was that more durable because my body was that more stronger right so you know the stronger you get and when you do strength training you do heavy maximum strength training you increase your bone density density and you increase increase those ligaments and 10 thickness You're more durable. You know, if you just want to do it off of that, because your biggest thing is that if you're an athlete, who's ever available is who gets to play. So if I'm more durable just because I left, just off of that, that should be enough to get you going because it's like you can be LeBron James, but if you're, you got the Greg Oden action and you're out 80% of the time, I don't care how good you are. You're never available to play. That's just before we get to all the benefits of what the bench press does for you. You know, so. This isn't like too long of a podcast, but I just wanted to touch on this because too many people who don't know what they're talking about want to talk about uh, heavy lifting, how bad it is, and that's just because they are claiming they know the science behind sport training, but they're not reading any of the books and following any of the actual coaches that transform kids that can't run and jump fast into top world athletes and been doing it for decades you know when you're just following one of these random programs that's actually not individualized and they say oh it's individualized if that person has he's one of the keys if this person has over 100,000 followers this coach and all you see is ladder drills and uh, hopping over a hurdle and uh, just form correction They don't know about training athletes. Because if that's your main focus, that means when you train people, you're dedicating an hour of every session, and that's all you're doing. You're not focused on getting them stronger. You know what they're doing? You're making them further get injured. You're making them weaker. And now they're not jumping or running fast. And when you have top-of-the-world athletes and they do one of these programs, the first three weeks, they may gain a few inches on their vertical just because they weren't lifting at all. And then after that, they hit a ginormous plateau. Okay? So you need to be looking for coaches that – When the program is individualized, it's not on some some damn app that you just select your height, your weight, the position, how old you are, and it just makes your program. Because guess what? That means a computer did it. It's nonsense. It's not individualized. Individualized programs should be written every week or, you know, once a month by your coach, sent to you by email or Google Sheets or, you know, in a Google Doc or whatever, telling you the sets and reps, notes behind everything, telling you exactly what you should be doing, showing like okay this is the breakdown of how it's going to go it's it's individualized to your position to your sport to your age what you've already been doing your gender all that and, and it's not going to be like someone else's it may be similar because you know some things are going to be the same if you're you know let's say you two teammates have the same code some things may be a little bit similar if you know if you're a point guard and a shooting guard you're basically doing a lot of the same stuff because we're not doing the skill work the skill work is where it's very individual because you're working on certain stuff in place but you know you both need to get strong you both need to run fast you both need to jump really high those are the demands of your sport you know now depending on the position you may need to be that much more just pure strength and one more position you may need to be a lot more endurance right you know uh, uh a point guard needs to be to run a lot faster a lot be a lot quicker than a than a five man but you know as the basketball you know keeps changing and where it's almost all guards that that's even changing you know But overall, you got to be you got to be strong if you want to become fast. And if you haven't been running any fast for a long time it's because the only limiting factor is strength, which is almost always a limiting factor. It's always strength. Right. If I have a 500 squat and uh, I want to get to a 600, you know, my hamstring, my low back, my glutes, something is not strong at a certain point, especially you see even with elite lifters. Their form is great. It's not the form. It's always just some lagging muscle. You know, maybe you brought up that weak muscle and it's now become your strength. And then a, a, a strong muscle now becomes your weak point. And you're constantly doing this ebb and flow where you got to find that next weakness. What are you missing? Whether it be conditioning, whether it be strength, you know, a combination of both, right? You, you, have, to do, you have to do all these things. But most coaches, they try to focus, or not most coaches, I would say, the, the bad coaches, they're going to focus on things that don't really have that much you know, you know, the, it's like the, the the people that are just the, the sticklers on the form or, or corrective exercises, like, all right, if I have an athlete for four hours out of the week, and I spend four hours doing form and uh, corrective exercise, guess what, that person may move one percent better, but if I raise their squat in a three to six period, a hundred pounds, guess what? Their vertical is going to go up inches. They're going to run, and I'm going to take time off their 40, and they're going to be healthier. I can do all that, but with corrective exercise, am I getting stronger? No. Are they running faster? No. Are they jumping higher? No. Maybe they move a little bit better walking down the damn street, but you know what I care about? Can you get into a position the right way? Can you, when you go into a squat, can you keep your chest up relatively and keep your knees out when you go up and down? I don't care if you walk with your shoulders back all the time, and you have no pelvic tilt, and you have, you know, no pigeon toe, you know, there's a lot of athletes that are great athletes that, if you look how they sit, how they walk, they don't walk perfect, and you have plenty of people that are, you know, track runners, you know, Usain Bolt, he doesn't have perfect form, guess what, Usain Bolt is brutally strong, so, you know, you want to, when you get, look into a coach, or you're getting a coach, that's what it should be focused on, and, If you're not benching, you're missing a big thing. So I hope you all enjoyed it. Hopefully I can get, I got to start looking for uh, an interviewee, somebody to interview over the next week or so. I've just been real busy because we're getting all our equipment in my new job, uh, which I'll be posting on my Instagram soon, you know. Uh, So, yeah. So tune in. Remember, stay clean. Peace.